found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. It's a Wednesday, also known as a hump day. It's the 12th day of January. That's it, 12 days in. Also known as a Wednesday. Yes, that's right. Matthew, good morning. Yes, good morning, Dale. Good to see you. And we're ready to rip it. It, it. Right now, though, it's a pretty mild start. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. It's not bad at all. Can uh, live with this. Mm, for sure. This time of year. 33, the current temperature. So, actually, it's um, a degree warmer than it was all day yesterday. Mm. So, at least in my record-keeping file, <laughs> I've got the brain here. <laughs> See, okay. That uh, commercial for the weather. Mm. This um, says uh, how you use your phone says a lot about your age. Okay. If you leave voicemail, that makes you a boomer. If you send a voice note, you're a millennial or even a Generation Z. Okay. If you trail off with of a text with... This puts you right in the middle of Generation X. So that's dot, dot, dot. Okay, dot, 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 yeah. Sorry. There's a name for that. I can't remember what it is. I use that all the time. Okay. Are you a Gen Xer? I am absolutely a Gen Xer. Okay, so. <laughs> but if you ask. So a, far, this is scary accurate. If you ask a younger acquaintance, what's so wrong with ellipsis? Is that what that is? Yes. Okay. You double your age, you doubly age yourself, first by using ellipsis, and second by knowing what it is called. See, I knew it was called a thing, okay. I just couldn't remember what it was, so, yeah, <laughs> take that. In the 30 to 40 bracket, to call anyone at all without scheduling it first, it's considered incredibly impertinent. Boomers answer their phone, the minute it rings, like it's a smoke alarm, that's not true for me. Because, you know, generally it's going to be a scammer. Sure. There is a generation above, sometimes called the silent generation, which kept their phone in a drawer. Forget it there and might call you back a month later. <laughs> My mom. Okay, so. Right. <clears throat> so Keep I guess their phone in a drawer and forget it's there. Might call you back a month later. <laughs> That's funny. So I guess that, uh, so you use the dot, dot, dot. Oh, yeah. Okay. The ellipsis. And I had a, uh, I had a millennial once tell me that the ellipsis comes off as threatening. Seriously? Yeah. At least that's how he took it. You know, it's like, it's almost like you better pay attention or else. <laughs> I thought that was caps. Dot, dot, All dot. caps are threatening. Yeah. Well, this is a much more subtle, okay. you know, <laughs> devious threat. I'm going to get you. But if you've ever texted with me, man, you know I'm I'm a huge fan of the ellipsis. I, okay. I do it all the time. I just, um, I don't know. I guess rather than taking shortcuts, I spell out stuff as a whole and don't really use emojis at all. Okay. So I'm not big on emojis. Yeah. I'm using them more um, to dictate the tone of my text because I'm I don't want 
something like I'll reread something and be like, okay, would this in any way be taken the wrong way? Mm. I'll send a little. I like the the sunglass guy, the guy that's wearing sunglasses. That's yeah. like, you know, hey, it's cool. I don't know. <clears throat> you know, why don't we just talk? Okay, it's just <laughs> that's impertinent. Yeah, that is impertinent. <laughs> Which, by the way, if you wanted to. Uh, define the word impertinent yeah. that means uh, not showing proper respect it's rude okay to just call someone unannounced it's rude it's but really texting can be very misinterpreted oh yeah you know totally. i mean there's no doubt totally you know i've told a story before i worked in, an, in a situation where the main the main way we communicated was emails okay and it was like there were so many fights so much drama <laughs> Because someone would get an email yeah. and think, well, could you please get this done? You know, and that's how they would, that's how, you know, and when the person sitting was like, hey, could you please get this done before you get out of here? You know, that was the tone, yeah. but like the person getting it, you know, please get this done. <laughs> there was so much of that going on. So I guess, you know, because of that experience, I've learned to, to try and temper my stuff with, you know. Smileys and sunglasses. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why we ever got into uh, phones like this. It's just, of course, you don't mind. Good old dependable. It's like, After I got rid of the flip phone, this has been a standard uh, issue. Still hanging in there. Now, you're, you know, you've got a pretty modern phone there. Yeah. That uh, take good pictures. It's okay. You got to say it like that. Pictures. Pictures. It's okay. Okay. I have the Apple iPhone X. Okay. So it's a few. It's it's a few years old. All right, but but it's fairly hip. Sure. <laughs> it's an iPhone. Okay. We we jumped into the iPhone boat this year. This um, from Oreo to celebrate their 110th birthday, they're dropping a new limited edition flavor. So don't get used to it. Don't like it a lot because it's going to go away. <laughs> Which means we'll never try it. Chocolate confetti cake Oreos. Hitting grocery stores starting the 31st of the month. They're also available for pre-order online. Mm. It's a chocolate cookie featuring rainbow sprinkles in the creamy filling and on the sandwich sides. The cream filling has both chocolate and vanilla layers for extra sweetness. Sounds pretty good. It does sound good. But it's just for a limited time. Hmm. And I'm, how long was it after we tried that one, whatever it was? <laughs> it was well after. <laughs> so far after. <laughs> Before we ever tried it, it had already been discovered what the flavor was. Oh, yeah, because that, that's right. It was a... Uh, <laughs> It was a mystery flavor yeah. of Oreo. Yeah, that's right. And if you could figure it out, you had a chance to win yeah. like a bunch of money. And so <laughs> we talked about it. We never did get it until <laughs> somebody else got it. Someone had else. Yeah, someone had got it and brought it to us. But by then, it's yeah, like I'm the sure. flavor had been discovered. The winner had been announced. <laughs> we were not very competitive. <laughs> we were not. It is. Uh, 6.30, so we'll break for news with Karen. When we come back, we'll talk cookies because the Girl Scout season is upon us. Mm. And they've added a little new cookie. 
So we'll okay. uh, talk more about that as we return with more tidbits. This is Tidbits. It's 634. We've got 33 degrees. We continue with Tidbits. Girl Scout season's upon us. Does it seem like that? No. No, it doesn't. Winter's just so weird. You know, it's like you lose track of what the, the schedule is. For sure. This new cookie looks pretty good, though. Oh, wow, yeah. Adventurefuls. It's a brownie-inspired treat featuring caramel-flavored cream center, a drizzle of chocolate sauce, and a touch of sea salt. Making its debut this season, it'll be available in addition to all the iconic Girl Scout cookie flavors people have grown to love. Due to the uncertainty of COVID, much like the past seasons, the Girl Scouts... Say troops are prepared to sell their cookies in person, digitally, or both. I've not, you know, the station generally has had years where we've had kids in school. Yeah. We've had some Girl Scouts. Yes. We've had some Cub Scouts. Sure. We've had uh, school projects where they're supposed to sell stuff to help their their particular class. Yep. And we've not had that for many years. But we haven't. Yeah. Not for a long time. We used to get a big shipment and give them away on the air. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. We did. They were always kept in the boss's office. Yeah. We under never, locking. We key. never had access. No, no. When he felt we deserved them. He'd bring out a box. Generally, something two. that we didn't care much about. Sure. <laughs> the, <laughs> the girls. Scouts. Thin no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Carmel Delights? Absolutely not. <laughs> you get the shortbread. Yeah. <laughs> or the lemon. I'm not fond of the lemon. I like the lemon. Do you? Yeah. They're um, partnered with on-demand delivery platform DoorDash to give cookies, uh, cookie aficionados, one more way to get their hands on the beloved sweet treats. Simple search Girl Scouts in the app and find a local troop. Girl Scout cookie season generally runs from January through April. But local timing and project availability may vary. You can go to girlscoutcookies.org to find cookie booths in your area or text cookies <laughs> to 59618 for more information. So there you go. That does that? look like a good cookie, though. They do. I think that's what I might go for, that. Wow. Are they available in this area, though? Well, I don't know. That and the ones that are covered in the chocolate with peanut butter. Covered. Because they got yeah, peanut butter patties, and then they've got the... Uh, those are good. I think they used to be called hoedowns. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> those are good, though. Yeah. Never really got those out of the office. No, no. See those much. <laughs> no, no. This uh, indicates that uh, scientists are seeing signs that COVID-19's Omicron wave may have peaked in Britain. And is about to do the same here in the U.S. of A., at which point cases may start dropping off dramatically. But we've got that new one. What's it called? It's a combination of um, yeah. the first and this one. Something. Yeah. Delta Crons. Yeah, they, I, I, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a force. <laughs> okay. There's only one team to defeat this enemy, Delta Crons. The uh, reasoning behind this is that the variant's been so contagious that it may already be running out of people to infect. I know locally we've seen a lot 
of uh, folks affected by COVID. Just a month and a half after it's first uh, detected in South Africa, it's run that quickly. Hmm. However, (laughs) there's also the possibility of a new variant, one that's far worse than Omicron. I I, I just, good grief, for real. It just doesn't end, Matt. Doesn't no. uh and doesn't look like it's ever going to. No. I don't care how many shots you get. Okay? It's because every story on this thing says fully vaccinated blah blah got COVID. And well, again, and, and, it's and, never said It's that, never said it was gonna keep you from getting it. Yeah. It was to control your symptoms if you did get it. I wonder or how help, many or help lessen your symptoms. Yeah. Now I wonder how many people misinterpret getting the, the vaccine as you're immune. You won't get it. Sure, quite a few. It must I be. Mean, because it always says that, you know, fully vaccinated congressman, blah, blah, still kept, you know. Well. <laughs> and then there are those that say they have had it several times. So, you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just, I try to progress best I can and, and hope for the best. For real. I've not got a booster. I haven't either. And and part of the reason is we're, we're, we we looked at the calendar and we're like, okay, I think this one Thursday we'd have time to get the booster. If we had any effects, let it wear off before you know we had other yeah. crap coming up. So it's like we had to find this very specific window to try and get yeah, it. Yeah, and it looks too thin. Too thin of a window. See, I don't know. You know, I... I'm glad it's not like giving blood, though. Did you have any effects when you got the first? Not, not really. I didn't. I either. don't think so. Little, little arm pain. Yeah, my arm but, hurt, uh, but I mean, other than that, I didn't get like yeah, ill didn't. and no, all no. that. At least I don't think so. Of course, every day I feel ill. <laughs> you know, so yeah. So I don't know. You know, if it was or wasn't right. <laughs> but you know, I'm glad it's not like giving blood, where they give you a you know a ham salad sandwich. After your injection, because then I would be ill. I would be ill, too. (laughs) This, uh, (laughs) from Minnesota, where a man was accused of illegally possessing nearly 77,000 vaping cartridges that contained dangerous levels of THC. He was found guilty of two counts of first-degree controlled substance crime and one count of marijuana Mm. and controlled substance taxation. He owes more than $3 million in state tax. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Dang. What, what a terrible... He's thinking he's getting by with, you know, $3 million. Now, can he sell those? <laughs> can I sell these to pay you? <laughs> right. Authorities say the cartridges are believed to have come from out of state for distribution in Minnesota. They came in packages that had famous carton characters, cartoon characters, mm. Or themes of sweet flavors. So I don't know. That's a whole lot of cartridges to get busted with. Yeah, it is. Three million in taxes. Just in state. Gosh. <laughs> it's like the poor sap that was <laughs> hoarding Venus fly traps. <laughs> Valued at a quarter. Like felony charges. And each one was like a quarter apiece. <laughs> it was busted. $38 worth of plan. <laughs> You're going to prison. 
Uh, not a very lucrative business. No, it's not. <laughs> Here's a uh, – But at some point, he had to say to himself, yeah, Venus Flytree, yeah, I'll get into that, that gig. I'll make some scratch on the side. <laughs> I'll make I'll make tens of dollars doing this. Uh, <laughs> Here's a uh, a shirtless man. That <laughs> <laughs> We're not even exaggerating. Like the the feds raided his yeah. house, and he had I don't know how many, but it was like each one were valued <laughs> like, like quarter. a quarter piece. Venus <laughs> fly traps, but they were illegal. To they possess. were illegal yeah. to, to so, have. He got busted uh. <laughs> <And> <laughs> with eight dollars and fifty cents worth of Venus fly traps. <laughs> Uh, let's see. A, a shirtless guy scaled an electrical tower in Charlotte, North Carolina, which led to 20,000 residents losing power. The unidentified man was about 70 feet up when the cops got there. He responded to their arrival by climbing to the top of the tower because the tower was humming with electricity. Police ordered local utility company Duke Energy to cut the power. Well, the outage was brief, and Duke Emergency Energy, I should say, rerouted electricity through different towers. They negotiated with the King Kong for four hours. King Kong? (laughs) (laughs) Before he'd uh, climbed down safely. Police said as the news spread on social media, someone... Flew a drone. <laughs> See what she was swiping at. <laughs> oh my god! The drone endangered the operation. You can't make it up. The drone operator could face charges. So uh, no reason given why he uh, decided to climb the the tower, but. They uh, say his mental and physical condition is being checked. Mm. But uh, <laughs> a drone flying by <laughs> angers him. Oh, it's angering him. <laughs> Here's a uh, Kentucky woman arrested after throwing a crock pot during a domestic disturbance. That takes a bit of an effort if you're going to throw a crock pot. <laughs> yeah. Officers said they learned the couple had been arguing, and the woman allegedly threw a crock pot full of food under the floor. Oh, no. Then attacked the victim. (laughs) Police said the victim had scratch marks on his arms and face. The woman was arrested for domestic battery. Now, you know, I can see, you know, they get into it. He's probably talking to you, ah, your food ain't, because they're in Kentucky. <laughs> All right, so you got to. <laughs> okay. And then she throws the crock pot down. Well, they ate it off the floor. Okay, something. Sure. And then, uh, you know, it just keeps going and escalates. Right. Luckily, there is no hot grease involved. We have a lot of those. And we do have a lot of those. Hot yeah. grease. <laughs> in the meantime, the dog's over there thinking he just won the lottery. <laughs> Old Blue. Old Blue's winning. He had a great day. I just... Uh. And then we had the one story, wasn't it? Um, there was a kitchen disturbance and there was gasoline used 
It's like... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had gasoline just sitting in the kitchen. Because <laughs> that was the thing of the story, that yeah. she threw gasoline on the guy. And it's like, how do you have gasoline just sitting in the kitchen? How many people have gasoline just ready to go? So there you go, Matt. Some tidbits on this uh, Wednesday. It's the 12th day of the month. And the the deeper we go, now we're at 12 days, it seems like the longer it is. It sure does. It just didn't seem too bad the first few days back. Right. But now it just seems like it's been forever. Mm -hmm. So... uh, What's on your docket today? You got anything going? Uh, let's see. What do we have today? Today's Wednesday. Yeah, I, Wednesday. I got some, okay. some meetings today. Right. Today's a meeting day. Now, do you memorize all this or you put it in your snazzy phone so you don't forget? Uh, a little bit of both. Okay. Because, you know, if I have multiple things, I, I just, I'm not going to remember. Hmm. Something doesn't operate properly in my memory bank when it comes to meetings and things yeah, of the sort. I, got, I, <clears throat> I live and die by my calendar. Okay. So. Of course, I don't know how to access mine. That's probably part of it. So, You know, there's still things about my pickup truck, I'm sure, that I've just, mm. you know. For sure. Have not. There's probably, it probably does. It could probably make your life so much easier. <laughs> You'll never know. But because I won't read stuff. Sure. And really don't feel that I have a need for any of this stuff. Or ask. Yeah. Of course, that's, you know, that's part of it. It's always asking someone, hey, do you know what that does? So anyway, that'll do it for today. I'll uh, I'll see you tomorrow. I, I got to go. All right. All right Take so. care, buddy. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.